Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wonderful. We are back here on our world famous Chiggy Chegwire Radio broadcast. Our Friday edition. We have got Hanella Segal joining us here on our broadcast. Check out our website. H-A-N-A. L-A-S-A-G-A-L dot com. And she joins us today here on our broadcast and uh, documenting Elvis's addiction. Hanella Segal with us today, award-winning writer, comedian, YouTube influencer, and best-selling author of My Parents Went Through the Holocaust and All I Got Was This Lousy T-Shirt. And she joins us today here on Skype Audio. Now, fans from all around the world will gather at Graceland in Memphis to celebrate and honor the life of Elvis Presley during Elvis Week in 2018, which would be the biggest Elvis week in history. What really killed Elvis? We have with us today uh, Anella Segal, who's going to be telling us what she knows. She can also elaborate on Elvis's trip to visit Nixon, which is the basis of her screenplay for Elvis and Nixon. Tell us a little bit about Elvis and Nixon, my friend. Oh, I'd love to. It uh, was wonderful to after. Uh, 35 years uh, to finally get a screenplay produced and you know I'm like one of those 35 year overnight successes you hear about so uh, I before uh, doing the screenplay I had to do a lot of research and at that time there was really very little on Google, so I had to get discs from Netflix where I watched Jerry Schilling uh, and the other guys who went, uh, who were actually in the room with Elvis and Nixon, and I watched them talking about what happened, their reactions, what they believed caused uh, the trip to uh, to Washington, and then I read Priscilla's book, and that really opened my eyes, and that's where I I, I I saw what I think was the real motivator, what made Elvis go to see Nixon. Um, it was Christmas, 1970, and everybody at Graceland was telling Elvis that he was spending too much money on Christmas gifts and he had to stop. Uh, the Colonel, his father, Vernon, Priscilla, they were all, no, Elvis, you've got to stop doing this. And he's like... I, I, I gotta stop. Do, I'll tell you what I got. I'm, I'm going to go get a badge from President Nixon and, and that'll show all of you. So I think that that was because he, he wrote this long rambling letter to Nixon about how he felt partly, really partly responsible for the whole rock and roll and, 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 and drug, um, culture and that he wanted to give back and help fix it and that he was going to infiltrate, uh, the rockers like the Beatles and he even put the Beatles down, which, you know, he loved the Beatles, but he wanted to like side with Nixon. And so he was going to be this big anti-drug person. Hanella Segal joins us today here on Skype Audio on our fantastic Friday edition of the world-famous Cheeky Chaguar Radio broadcast, documenting Elvis's addiction. Hanella Segal with us today. She's an award-winning writer, comedian, YouTube influencer, and she joins us today here on our broadcast. Now, what really killed Elvis. Uh, give, give us some details on this from, from what you know. 
a lot of uh, rumors about Elvis actually starting his drug use in the 50s when he was touring. Um, some people said he might have been stealing his mom's diet pills to stay up all night driving cross-country on tours. And then he went into the Army. And a lot of people believe that the Army really turned him into a uh, drug addict. They, uh, there were people who said that he even spoke differently when he came back from the army just a little more jazzed you know just a little quicker and uh, some of the scenes in his movie suggest that maybe that's true and so uh as i now the book that you mentioned my parents went through the holocaust and all i got was this lousy t-shirt yes uh, my memoir i i talk about um you know how they had hitler and i had drugs alcohol and men in limos a uh, real me too story so uh, I know what it's like to be addicted to drugs and the denial. Like when Elvis had his big meltdown um, in Vegas, uh, he actually defended the doctor who was giving him the pills. It's like, don't you, don't you talk about the man who, you know, saves my sanity every day. So uh, he, he was very protective of that and, of course, secretive because... Uh, like I said, uh, it's, it, I got sober uh, December 28, 1982. It was 4 o'clock, but, you know, who remembers? Uh, and uh, I, I know what it's like to be in total denial, where you, you, you everything that uh, people say to you that you don't want to, uh, that you can't accept, it's a cognitive dissonance. You know, you can't handle the truth. So you come up with another truth and you start defending your, your drug sources and your friends who, and Elvis, uh, unfortunately, like a lot of superstars, uh, who's maybe trying to lean a, lead a, a cleaner life, uh, have friends who would do anything to hang out with the stars. So they would call and say, Hey, I got this really great stuff or, Hey, you know, um, uh, you know, this isn't your problem. Uh, this is. <laughs> so we got to stay away from this, but I got some really good this. You know, so people are always trying to, uh, to be with the star, and drugs are very tempting. We've got and a yes. Where was he going to go? Just like uh, go for a walk, go to the mall, go hang out at the beach. <laughs> I mean, he had to stay, stay home a lot. And one of the, uh, uh, common symptoms of addiction is isolation uh, at first you, you you feel like you need to protect yourself and then you stay home so much you do so much like self-destruction that you don't feel you have a right to reach out and who's gonna who's Elvis gonna really reach out to like hey you're Elvis stop complaining well excuse me Elvis was a person before you know there was the star with the gifts and all that but he he had the same demons as all the drug addicts and alcoholics have and was trying to deal with them but people would look at him and go excuse me you're gorgeous you're rich you're you're elvis don't yeah get over it we've got hanella seagal with us today she joins us live here in a broadcast she is the perfect person to touch on here about uh, elvis she is uh taking us through the life of Elvis. She's the co-executive producer and screenwriter of Kevin Spacey's Elvis and Nixon, and her substance abuse background can help uh, answer some of the questions that we've had about Elvis over the years. And uh, so so this whole thing with, with Elvis, um, 
will there ever be anybody like him with with all the internet and 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 everything that's going on and everybody's famous for being famous will there ever be another Elvis Presley that you know takes uh, takes people over essentially no there's never going to be another Elvis uh, it's it's um, it's an amazing thing when uh, someone with a lot of gifts doesn't have that kind of self-consciousness that pulls them back where they're trying to behave and their gifts are hidden. He had um, a wide open channel. You know, it just, he, like he, when he was interviewed and people asked him early on about his shaky legs and the, the shaky pelvis and all that, he explained how he didn't try to do that. He wasn't aware of that he was doing it. Obviously, he didn't deny it, but it wasn't something that he was conscious of because he was focused on the music and just being the channel, and it was a very sexy channel. And so I think if you, you want to be more Elvis-like, you tap into that raw energy and try to uh, not have that critical observer take over and stifle your magnificent Fantastic. And I wanted, yes, go ahead, I Hannah. One other, one other thing. Before I forget, um, I forgot to touch on this. Uh, what really interested me in uh, uh, Priscilla's book is she mentioned that she and Elvis had tried marijuana brownies, and they loved them. It was, like, it was fun, but it had a downside that it made them hungrier. And as a person with uh, over 35 years of sobriety, like I said, my last drink was in 1982, sure, the end of it, but it was 1982, uh, I can tell you that I have had tremendous success with adding cannabis to my sobriety. So for the past 10 years, it's never led to, uh, it, sure, it's a gateway. It's a gateway to better sleep, uh, to relaxation, to having food taste better, and yet I don't overeat, and uh, everything's better. Anything that you feel, in, in, my, in my estimation, in my uh, experience. So I got over the wanting to eat more thing because I, I kept doing it. Unfortunately, uh, Elvis was concerned about his weight. So when they would do the brownies and have a great time and eat more, uh, he had to stop having that good time because he was afraid he was going to get fat. And the irony is the pills that he was on, they, were, they happened to be my favorite. But as we say in recovery, my drug of choice. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, my, my whole sobriety has been about, can I ever feel as good again sober as I did on Quaaludes? Quaaludes were it, man. They had to take them off the market because people loved them so much. They didn't go home. They didn't go to work. They, you know, just like I do orgies. I mean, it was like crazy. Well, that, those drugs, those, that's what they give you for like post-surgery for pain. What they do is they make it impossible for you to poop. So the wow. sexiest, most dynamic, gorgeous hunk of a rock star ever to be born is now forever known, thanks to Big Pharma, as a man who died on the toilet. Heck of a deal. It is uh, Hanella Segal with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast. Now, um, uh, tell us where we can find you online, social media, websites, everything. Everything. 
Hanala.com will get you, H-A-N-A-L-A, will get you into all the social media. We are celebrating 300 million views with 275 million minutes watched on YouTube. Woohoo! Thank you very much. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> And, yes, yeah, so Hanala.com, and my parents went through the Holocaust, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt, is on Amazon. And right now we have some interest in the screenplay adaptation. It's called Trauma Land. We and have, also, we're yes, doing boat, go ahead, boat karaoke. Boat, boat karaoke too. So we're gonna we're gonna bring our favorite stars on a boat. It's kind of like carpool karaoke, but prettier. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, uh, so just, Hanella, I yeah, appreciate you. I appreciate <laughs> you making time for us today. We got to get to our next guest, and uh, thanks for being with Thank us, you. my friend. Had a great time. Thank you. So Definitely. Much. Thank you much. There goes Hanella Segal on Skype Audio, and we are going to take a brief break. And when we come back, we've got our next guest coming up here on our world famous Cheeky Check Wire Radio broadcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.